leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel. On the phone, in a different location, Christopher Coffer, the ultimate mark, the AEW <laughs> stooge, the one that thinks this week's Dynamite was the best show of all time. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say the best of all time. The man who wants... was really good. He not, only, really good. he not only wants a second women's championship belt, he wants women's tag team titles in AEW. And he wants women's... He wants women's heavyweight champion. He wants a women's cruiserweight. He wants a women's trios. He wants it all. I do? <laughs> I, I don't remember saying that. Oh, my oh, God. Kill me. Kill me. Was that the big announcement? I'm still waiting. Hold on. Hold on. I'm still waiting on the big announcement from Dynamite that I was promised. All right. Now you can go ahead. So as we we said on the phone tonight, you know, there's one thing that I really don't like when we get stuck having to do these these, uh, phone episodes. You know what that is? What's that, Chris? What is that? I can't hear I can't hear our awesome intro music. <laughs> I know, I love right? that song, and I can't hear it. It's just pure silence on my end until you start talking. <laughs> well, once you uh, get in the, the technology world, you know my... Uh, wow. First off, never mind. We'll get to that in a second. Well, you need to get into the technology of video one day maybe because on our fantasy football show where we moved on to video, and they can hear all that stuff through video. But my favorite, yeah. my favorite thing about doing the show remotely from home is I'm currently watching SmackDown. And I just got to watch Selena Vega come out and she's dancing and she's just some kind of like women's crown championship going on right now. So let's say, yes. let's hope she gets one against Tony storm. Let's just hope. Cause I love Selena Vega. Me too. That's all. That's all. That's all tonight. We are going <laughs> to talk about the, t- this is a weird topic. Top five favorite tag team partner, not tag teams, the partner you would choose in that tag team and not, their single career, not like Edge breaking off and becoming one of the best of all time. Their their time in that t- tag team. Who was your favorite? Like, so for example, I'm not going to throw this out there, but th- I might burn yours right now. So the Hardy Boys. You might like Jeff over Matt in that team because he did more stuff. You might like Matt more. You know what I mean? Something like that. So I'm feeling good about my list. I have a good list. Okay. Before. We get to that though. You can find us on Twitter, Josh Kimball OUS, RTW Chris. I got it right on this time. He's been trolling me all week. Always. Real Talk Wrestling the on ultimate Facebook. Twitter heel. Yeah, the ultimate Twitter heel, which is today I turned babyface because apparently I like good Halloween movies and my friends don't. So I saw that. I was very proud of you. <laughs> yeah, I turned I turned <laughs> babyface for one night only. It's never gonna happen again. 
So how was your week in wrestling, Christopher? How was the draft? The draft was... It was there. I still... I get that they have to save some big draft pick names for both shows. Because they can't give, like... They can't make SmackDown, like, round one through three, the, all the big names, and then you go round four through seven or whatever... It's all the irrelevant people. I get that. But it's still a weird format to know that they ended SmackDown. And there was still a ton of extremely talented wrestlers on the board whenever these some of these lower end. I wish they could kind of find a way, if they're going to keep doing these, find a way to tie that in. Like, hey, there's a pool of people that you can draft from on night one, and there's a pool of people left in night two. You know what I mean? Like some quarter, like why are some people undrafted whenever you have jobbers getting drafted before them? What do you mean by that? So for example, the big one, Bailey did not get drafted cause she's injured. So you're like, why is she not getting drafted? Like she would definitely get drafted if, if she was not injured. Are you talking about that? Are you talking about something like that? Or like, wasn't like Seth Rollins not drafted on night one? Like why would you not draft Seth Rollins to your roster? Who's a big name, a great wrestler, but you drafted some people that are like, I don't know who's on the lower, like Mojo Raleigh or something. You drafted him round three, but you left Seth Rollins on the board. Like that makes no logical sense. You well, know, what do you, what are you talking about? Like they have a pool, Chris, you can't just, you can't draft Seth Rollins in the first. And if he's not in the pool, they do have a pool. They do have a pool. Did they announce that? I've never seen that. Before. Yeah. They, they announce it. They say, this is the pool. These are the players of, are these are the, you know, performers available. Selena Vega just won against Tony Storm, by the way. She's going to win the Queen of the good. Ring. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, they, there is okay, a Okay, so they do have that. And good. See, I don't know. I didn't pay enough attention. Yeah, of course. To you how did. the draft works but, these days. You know, you only, you only podcast once a week about wrestling. I think you would actually pay attention once in a while. I mean, I, you would, I, you would you think. think. but You clearly thought wrong. <laughs> clearly. I, I know nothing. I know nothing now. Oh, oh yes. the, so here's the finals Tony Storm, Selena Vega. Vega just won. Liv Morgan versus Carmella. Doe drop versus Natalia. Dana Brooke versus Shayna Baszler. How are any of these? Where, where's Sasha? Where's Bianca? Where, where these are the I women? Feel like that, that, I feel like that tournament's like a mid to lower card tournament to push somebody up. Yeah, I, I know, but you still like it makes sense if you put some stars in there, not just all jobbers, because. Whatever, I'm not going to get uh, into that Liz right Morgan, now. Morgan, she's she's a crowd favorite these days. Yeah, well, so you know, you know, Dana Brooke, like, what are we doing? Put in some real yeah, competitors in there. Like, I know, I get what you're saying. Oh, so, but after the draft, the results from the draft, I'm not going to go through all of it, but I think the consensus was SmackDown got robbed. SmackDown, got robbed bad. SmackDown has Roman, and that's it. Smack, and that's it. Yeah, SmackDown has Roman, and that is it, man. Like, it's not even close. Yeah, they, like, cleaned house and moved everybody over to Raw, maybe because of their bad ratings or something, I'm guessing. And they're like, we got to put more star power over here. I'm sure Fox is pissed. I mean, I don't know if they're pissed because they do have the star. Listen, listen, they have Charlotte who apparently they wanted in the worst way. I heard, I read a rumor where they wanted Charlotte. Like, that was their number one want, besides Roman. So they got Charlotte. You know, they have Sasha, who's, Sasha is just straight up money. Like, let's just say mm-hmm. what it is. She's money. 
You know, Brock's going to be there for a while because he's feuding with Roman. They got Drew McIntyre, who everyone forgets, like, he carried the COVID era. He carried them through that. Like, him, Sasha, Bailey. Like, they, like, he, he everyone hates, All right. everyone hates Drew right now because, you know, he's like the new Roman. But I think him and Roman are going to be really good, like, really good feuds for the next couple months. I think so. I hope. <laughs> All right. So they got four wrestlers. So they can put Roman versus Drew and. Well, you said uh, Charlotte and Sasha. Sasha, and then they're gonna get. I think they're gonna end up with Bailey. I think so. When she comes so, back, so those are your two matches for like the next nine months, right there. That's it. Just uh, those two matches on repeat for the whoa, next nine months. We're, we're missing out. We haven't seen this match before. New Day versus the Usos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least that one's really good. Yeah, but we've seen it really ten good. million times. So yeah, uh, I mean, you're right, Chris. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm not trying to sugarcoat this. But listen, it's only a two hour show. You don't, you know, you don't really need that many wrestlers on the program, although it'd be nice to have, but you're right. It's the Roman Reigns show. He's going to be the champion forever. And I don't know who's going to ever take this title off of him. I don't understand. That's what, That was the other thing. Looking at the roster, I'm like, who takes it away from him? Because it's got to be like, at this point, it's got to be someone very legitimate. Here, here's what it I can't see. can't just be nobody. Here's what I see. What are we in October? So October, they have the Saudi show, right? The uh, crown jewel. So Roman will beat whoever he's wrestling, Brock Lesnar. He'll he'll beat Brock. Then what's next? Survivor Series? So then he'll wrestle Big E in a non-title match. Or, or maybe if they're smart, which they're not because they're fucking idiots, they would have done the Bloodline versus the New Day at Survivor Series. Yeah. So no titles are on the line. Um, there will be no titles anyway. So, okay, so after Survivor Series, what are we, December? I don't even know what December's pay-per-view is, to be honest with you. I don't care. So maybe Roman will get thrown some, you know, some up-and-comer. And then once Royal Rumble comes around, that's when you'll get Drew McIntyre. And then February, you'll get Drew McIntyre again. And then WrestleMania, you'll get The Rock. Okay. That's that's most likely, in, in my eyes, what's going to happen. That's the series of events. And then once, the, once he beats The Rock, there'll be a reset. I can see maybe someone, like maybe they'll build, like the Royal Rumble winner. Maybe he'll be built up so much. And that guy will take down. No, because the, the Rock will have him at Royal Rumble. God damn. All right, WrestleMania. I don't know what they're going to do, Chris. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows with what they have going on right now. <sighs> Maybe they can give those free uh, hall passes to the other show again. You know. Remember where like th- three people can randomly show up, but really it's like. Wild card. Eight that wild, can show up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, maybe Happy Corbin will get built up and he'll face Roman. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. you're right. It's so bad. It's so bad to stop with the brand split. But listen, we've talked about WWE for ten minutes. We got to stop. We got to stop. We got to go to AEW, their second anniversary show. Um, like I said, I'm still waiting on the big news. Still waiting on that big announcement Tony Khan promised me. I did. What was it? What was the big Dang. announcement? Dogging the women's division right now. They don't even have. Three the women. News. They don't even have three women that can wrestle. They have. Listen, they have a lot of women wrestlers. We just don't see a lot of them. There's a ton of them. Maybe this. Maybe this title might be featured a little more on dark. Maybe it makes some appearances there. Maybe they're working on building. Maybe this is their commitment to really building the women's division. Because remember, that was going to be one of their things. They were. Always going to have a big tag division, which they clearly do. 
And then they wanted to put an emphasis on women's wrestling, and everybody has acknowledged the fact that they've fallen short there since the beginning. And maybe this is where they turn that corner and really start developing the women's division and the wrestlers in it. If we actually did, like, real assessments on these women wrestlers, like, re- like without bias, without favoritism, without looks, just real wrestling, right? Britt Baker wouldn't even be in the top seven in the WWE. Wouldn't even be close. Um you know, and Jay Cargill, she's she's terrible. She should she she really is. She has a look. She's terrible. Thunder Rosa is the best wrestler on that roster. Um, she's probably she, even then she's not even top five in WWE. She's not even close. Bailey, Sasha, Charlotte, Becky, they're all better. Um, until they start getting some of these transfers over from WWE, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Maybe Sasha. Maybe she's the first one to jump. I don't know. You know, maybe Charlotte. You already got Ruby. Yeah, you already got Ruby's good. Like I'm not gonna lie, Ruby might be the best wrestler on that roster besides Thunder Rosa. Yeah, so Ruby, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. The problem is, is like, yeah, um, your girl Britt Baker, she's great on the mic and she's a great character and she's a great heel and mm-hmm. she's a great personality. She's not a she's great, a great role model. She's 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 a great gimmick stealer. <laughs> she's a great gimmick stealer. But my point is, you don't have the roster. Every and I saw this on Twitter and I got I, I know I'm talking a lot. I'm hyped, hyped up. Listen, yep, I, I saw some. I saw I like somebody it. say, "Man, everyone wanted a cruiserweight title, We're all, a trios title, cruiserweight title." So I'm the heel. I commented, "What do you mean cruiserweight title? Ninety five percent of the fucking roster is a cruiserweight, you idiot." So like, you know, like, what, <laughs> so what would you, what would you do? Like, Marco stunt, and that's it. That's your only cruiserweight because he is a cruiserweight a compared to the other cruiserweight. Exactly. That's my point. Is like, well, Adam Cole's gonna win the cruiserweight because he's a fucking hundred and. 60 pounds you know what i mean yeah, they don't need a cruiserweight no, they don't need a cruiserweight it would make everyone all. look bad because what is your cruiserweight who is your cruiserweights you know the whole fuck like i said the whole roster like only brian cage yeah. and chris jericho can't win the cruiserweight you know <laughs> <laughs> and i wonder you know talking about a trios title real quick how do you think that would work because everyone's in a giant stable these days it feels like like there really isn't much of a tag team anymore because every tag team is in a stable. So, like, what does that mean for the tag team belts? How does someone decide, can they freebird the tag team belts? I mean, that's, a, that's so an idea. A stable, a stable can win. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does your health routine for the new year include eye care? Well, now that you can use your renewed vision benefits, it's easy to add it to the routine. Visit PearlVision.com and schedule exams for the whole family. They work with all major vision plans, including iMed, and they'll cover your cost of insurance, copay, or eye exam. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 331-2023. Exams available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. The trios title with three of them, but then they can still go because of the free bird, and then they can just have the tag title. Like, 
it'd be kind of weird. Like I get where everyone wants a trios title. I'd be interested to see how that would function. I mean, that'd be an idea. Like, so they had what the death triangle for like five seconds. Now they're not, they don't even exist anymore. You know, um, the dark order, they're a big, you know, big, big ass stable. So yeah, you're right. What do you do? Like, there's no really trios. There's no new day or there's no bloodline. There's, there's this giant, like the Dark Order is becoming the NWO. There's just a thousand people in it. I don't know who's in it. I don't know. Um, the the yeah. Matt, Matt Hardy. Oh, same thing with the, the Super Elite. Yeah, yeah. They same thing so with so many people going around. Yeah. They got like, what, eight people now like, in their stable? Yeah, it's too many. Like, everyone's got too many. They're following WCW's format of everyone's got to be in a stable, which I kind of like. And I kind of, at this point, I'm kind of getting over it. Because now we're talking yeah. like, Oh, Alistair Black or Malachi Black's got to get a stable. Like I've heard that. Like, what? He doesn't need a stable? Are you kidding me? Like, no, no. Wrestlers I don't think, can- I don't think he needs it, but I think the people they've rumored about going into a stable with him would highly benefit from it. Maybe, but he doesn't need that. He's a lone wolf. Like he just beat. I, I dude, I love. By the way, the only thing I liked about Dynamite was he beat the shit out of that little punk cruiserweight kid. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I knew that was coming too, but I liked. I didn't understand. We're going to pivot to this real quick. I don't understand. They turned the lights out for Malachi Black. So I knew it was going to be black. Everyone everyone in the world knew it was going to be Malachi Black. Everyone fucking knew. And then he kicks him in the face, black mass. Then the lights go out for like another 10 seconds in Malachi Black standing there. And Dante is outside of the ring. What was the point of the lights going out for the second time? Can someone understand? Explain that to me. Yeah, I was I was a little confused on that too. I didn't know what the point of the second time around was. So when the lights go out, you expect Malachi Black to be gone. Like he appears and he disappears. This time he stays. I'm like, whoa, that's different. But Dante's gone. Like, whoa, that's cool. I was for a second. I'm like, that's so fucking cool because we always see like Taker show up and then this or, or, like, the Fiend. But this time he stayed. So I'm like, oh, he made Dante disappear. Then the camera shows him outside of the fucking ring. I'm like, was that a mistake? <laughs> like, was that a mistake? Because they showed him outside of the ring. Was he trying to hide? Did they fuck up? It's possible. Yeah. That fucking company sure is possible. possible. With that company, it's very possible. <laughs> I know. I'm Such very a harsh grading scale. I was so hyped for this show, and it was just so underwhelming. Chris, tell me what you like. I've talked too much. Tell me what you liked. I mean, what I liked about the show, I mean, the opening match was good. The closing match was good. The fact that they, again, that they revealed the women's title, which I feel is just a commitment to the women's division. So I think maybe we'll see that get bamped up. Maybe they'll stop going in the beer break slot, I think is what we're going to call it, thanks to the sign in the crowd during the Jade Cargo match. The beer I just, break. I thought it, the, beer the beer break, break. is Darby Allen. <laughs> yes, it was for this one. That match got added in at the last second. I didn't really understand why, other than for them to yell it's Sting. Um, but yeah, the ladder match was good. The outcome again. This is another one of those times where AEW knew what the fans wanted. And it gave them exactly what they wanted. We I all. I didn't want go it. Ahead. Except for you. Except for you. What, who did you want the Joker to be? And who did you want to win? 
Leo Let Rush. Leo Rush. Leo cruiserweight, Rush. Cruiserweight champion. <laughs> Boo. No, Who I'm you really want to win? I, honestly, I knew it was going to be Paige. It's too obvious. We all know. And it'd be so much cooler if it was Daniel Bryan. Uh, or Bryan Danielson. I knew it wasn't going to be him. I knew that. But it'd just be like a swerve because we all knew it was Paige. Everyone knew it was Paige. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But it's perfect because it was like they he had to take some time off. They had all these big names coming in. They had to get him out of the title picture because it was going to be overshadowed. We've kind of had like our little honeymoon phase, if you will, of Adam Cole and Brian Danielson and all these people coming over. All right. We had that. We got that. Good. We're past that now. We're ready for more action. Everyone's like, how do you now work Hangman up in time to get him back in the title picture? This was a great way to just get him right back to the top and to just kind of bypass their own ranking system. Yeah, I mean, it was a good way. Now, now he doesn't have to work his way slowly up because he's unranked. So, you know, bam, this puts him right, right back at number one contender, skips all of that, gets him ready in a month from now because you imagine another month goes by we were all really going to be ready for him to finally get his title shot and right. and finally finish this story that's been building for two years so we're ready for it it's perfect that was the perfect way to do it i'm not gonna say that, look i'm not gonna say it was terrible it was just too predictable okay sometimes obvious is good Sometimes obvious is good. You're right. It's what everybody wanted, except for Josh Kimmel. It's what everybody wanted. Except for me. Unfortunately, I'm not in the... Look, I'm okay with it. He's got to win it now. Like, that's going to suck. He's going to... He's going to... Then we're... I guess, because you know what? Daniel Bryan doesn't need titles. He doesn't want titles. Um, This is going to free up a good match between him and Omega. The good uh, rematch. Um, They could do a rematch, or they could set up a program with Adam Cole. You With, know, Kenny Omega's boy. That way, now we got another face versus heel matchup. Yeah, I mean that too. I mean, we will see. We will see. We will see. Uh, anything else in this show that stood out to you at all? Well, let's not forget we had Sammy do his first title defense, TNT Championship versus Bobby Fish. Yeah, that was good. I thought that that match was pretty good. Yeah, that was really good. He got signed after that too, hard. right? Or before that? He got yeah. Signed. I know he got signed. Yep. I mean, right there. There you go. There's three good matches right there in a two-hour program. Yeah, I mean, it's better than anything Raw and SmackDown's put on. I understand that. Like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not stupid to that. But what I'm saying is, two-year anniversary show. I thought something was going to happen. It's so sad that Hangman Hangman happened. Yeah, but he's not. It's (laughs) kind of like when you said about Sasha. Like, how many times is she going to return? Like. Okay, like I get your. That point. was one. <laughs> that was only his first time returning. I know, but it just had like he did, he didn't. It's not like he's been gone for so long. He was gone for just. Yeah, a it bit. wasn't a super long one. No, yeah. I'll give you that. But he just had to hit, take his time off for his uh, his wife and his newborn kid, and now he's back, ready to finish the story. Oh man, I love so. It. I love and side it. note, just a little, just a little small something that I that I appreciated is for that opening eight man tag match. Tony trying to get a little creative didn't want to have any commercial breaks during the match. He wanted the whole thing to go, but he also wanted it to go really long. But his solution is creative solution using, you know, we're in 2021. I don't know if you caught this or if you paid any attention to it, 
I saw some people didn't notice what happened and they were outraged, but they did everybody's entrances on their social medias. So we didn't have to waste all this time of people coming out and that eating into the first few minutes of the show. Who would be outraged by that? Well, because people didn't understand that's what they were doing. They didn't see the announcements online that that's the way they were going to do it. And so when they tuned into Dynamite, everyone standing in the ring, I saw people outraged like, oh, how could they give all those people just the jobber entrance? They didn't even get the music. They were just out there when the show started. How terrible is this? What are they doing? I'm like, did you not see the announcement? Because they made it a bunch of times. They said they were doing their entrances, but on social media. Who doesn't have a smartphone that can't just pop it up <laughs> on there and watch them come in? And then you turn on your TV and bam, the match starts. No, I definitely so agree with even, that, man. Even quicker getting into wrestling. We've always talked about how they're so quick to jump in their matches, but they found a way to do it even faster now. No, and it's smart. The it's smart. That's, uh, Roman could take uh, some hint, tips on that. He takes six minutes to get to the ring every time. And, and they yes. wanted six more minutes into the match. That's really, really smart for wrestling fans. I don't understand yep. why anyone would be. I liked it. I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, I don't have to watch. I think it's just the people that didn't realize that that's what was going on. that had a problem with it. Yeah, like I don't have to watch eight people come out to the ring. Like that's a yeah. long, long time. And you the, can just you can just watch it on your phone if you I'm, want to. If you I'm, want to see him come out. <laughs> Listen, the only entrance I really care about, honestly, seriously, like legit, is like Sasha and Zelina Vega and Carmella. Like, I'm just not gonna lie to you. Like, I don't, I don't care about big sweaty dudes coming out like to their music. Like, like it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Are you ready to get to this top five list? Are you ready to? Uh, are you, re- you got some more about dynamite? Because I don't have nothing else about dynamite. I think we broke it down good enough. Yeah, I think we broke it down pretty good. So, I would say I'm ready to get to our top five list after a short break. All right, we are back to talk about the top five tag team partners of all time. We talked about this off air for like 30 minutes. I'm like, we should be recording, but I didn't really say anything. Chris, my guys are the guys I like the most in this tag team. As in, I don't care what, for example, you know, uh, Michelle McCool did after lay cool. Okay. I want, I care about what she was in that tag team with Layla and Michelle McCool. The surprise, they're not on my list. I'm just giving you an example of something that would be on <laughs> no one's list. Although they came in my yeah. head, they popped on my head. <laughs> I don't know why when yeah, they popped in my head. That's a random one. Yeah, because but I yeah, always... that's kind of the same thing that I did too. Is I just looked at tag teams, and then did one person really stand out from their partner for a, one or another reason? And it's a little harder than I thought because there's a lot of tag teams that I love, but there's not a lot where there's one member for any given reason that I just like better than their other tag team partner or partners. I have two current tag teams on my list. Two, one were you have two, one I have two as well. One retired, like both of them don't wrestle anymore, and two that are active that are not together anymore. That sounds about like my list. It's good. But good. I bet you we don't have anything the same. Uh, I we bet you we all do. the same criteria, but they're all completely different. Well, I bet you we share one. That's why I put I put my number four is one hundred percent on your list, but probably the other person. So I'm going to start off my list. I'm going to. I don't know who you're talking about. 
I'm gonna. I already no, know who you're talking no, about. You no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'm gonna kick it off though. Number five. It's very current. It's probably the my favorite thing in professional wrestling today. It's it's it's. We used to talk about RK Bro all the time before the people liked him. I always liked RK Bro. Riddle's my favorite of this tag team because he's so stupid. He reminds me of like if I was a wrestler. Um, I'm not really a stoner, but if I was a wrestler, I'd be like, "What's up, man?" Like that's like I'm so. I'd be that character, like the dummy, mm-hmm. the guy who's like, yeah, man, he likes me. Like, yeah, like <coughs> I just like the dynamic between the two. You never know when Randy's finally going to turn on him. I really hope that Riddle turns on Randy, by the way. Um, I just like this dynamic a lot. And I know a lot of people are starting to like it and grow on this, and I hope they keep them together for a long time. I do like it. I do love a good odd couple. WWE seems mm-hmm. to run this into the ground too much. They they're doing it with Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley. You know, they did it with yeah, you Eugene and who strange. Eugene and his tag team part, whoever that was. They did it. They do it all yep. the time. They do it all the time, but they don't always work. This one works really well. You can get behind it because you can tell Riddle just loves Randy, 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 and then Randy's like, "Fuck, man! Like, I gotta put up with this guy." It's kind of like. <laughs> You ever like, I if okay if you don't have a friend like this that you like you like but you got to put up with them, then you're the guy. Yeah. Then you're Riddle. You know what I mean? Like if you don't, <laughs> you're the guy everyone's putting up with. Yes, and, and I feel like everyone in this in in your group of friends has the Riddle, where it's like, fuck, man, this guy's coming. All right, and it's like you like him, but you're like, what? The, just shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. And I really like that dynamic because it's like real life. And I might I might be Riddle. I don't know. I might be. But yeah, Riddle <laughs> and RK bro, man. Like he's only number five because it's so recent. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number ninety-seven. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love the playoffs. Anything can happen. But the best part? It's like bonus football. And bonus football means betting bonuses with Gambit DC. For a limited time, get up to a 57% multi-sport parlay boost on the Gambit DC app, online, or at any Gambit DC retail location throughout the district. It's the most exciting time to be a fan. So make your play and get the home field advantage with Gambit DC. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Please buy responsibly. And I can't put him any higher. He's honestly the reason why I thought of this list because I just... I remember when I came up with this list, I was watching like Riddle matches, and I'm like, I, I, I love Riddle, man. He's so good. Matt Riddle is awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of had a feeling that one would show up on your list. Because like you said, we've talked about them before, and uh, I can tell that you've always been a big fan of that pairing. Randy. <laughs> your turn. All right. So for my number five, as we were talking about before we started recording, I thought I had – Four on here that I felt pretty confident about. I feel like I got a lot to say on them. I just had a I had a hard time coming up with a fifth. So this one's fifth, but it's it's just because because I knew that you 
would have killed me if I if we only had if I only had four. He'd be like, "Come on, Chris, you had all week and you only came up with four. So this one just barely slides on the list. I wish you were here so I could watch you roll your eyes at this one. And this one is Max Caster from the Acclaimed. And maybe down the road, this one would be a little more solidified. I just like them because they're a young team right now. Hopefully with some some good potential to where they can really develop. But uh, for the obvious reasons, I mean, Max Caster, he comes out. You know, I almost put someone like a, a road dog on here over Billy Gunn just because he had the classic intro, get the crowd hyped up. I was like, but you know what? That's the same thing every time, which is, isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I'm like, you know what? Max Caster, because every time he comes out, you're watching, you're paying attention to tell everyone, hey, be quiet. And if I don't hear what anyone else says all night, I want to hear what this guy has to say on the microphone, especially after he got in trouble for what he said. Everybody's really keeping an eye on what he's saying right now. So he makes, I feel like he's made that team feel at least somewhat relevant. Now, I, I know they're not real high on the card right now, especially because AEW is such a tag team stable wrestling company. But like, we wouldn't even be talking about them ever if it wasn't for him coming out with those raps every time. No, you're so I can't back this one because I don't I have not seen enough matches and I don't really care for his shitty raps. But you do. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. If I was going to pick a hype man, it'd be someone else. I, I don't want to burn it because he might be on your list, but I'll talk about okay. him later. He's not on my okay. list, this guy. But Max Caster, good call. But if I want a hype man, I want to go a little bit smaller and a little bit louder. But okay. that's my number four. Let's go to my number four. It's a very famous person. He's a very, very, very famous person. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's part of probably the best tag team of all time. And if they kept it going... They would have won more titles, but they're two single wrestlers. It's the Rock and Sock connection. I'm going with with the Rock. Um, I know I usually like the funny guys, the the you know the riddles. Another odd couple that worked really well, but this time I did mm-hmm. like the Rock because I mean we all know this is all common sense stuff. Because Randy is different, and he's just super serious, and he's just like fuck, man, fuck. But the Rock. He just straight up cut mankind down, like hated him, like get away from me, you you ruined my birthday, uh, you know that whole famous, you know this is your life or this is your story, whatever it's called. I just loved everything. Like when I was a child, this was life. Like the Rock and Sock connection when they came on TV, nothing was better to me, nothing. And I'm not even a Rock fan. I'm not even a Mankind fan, but those two together mm-hmm. made me like them. I don't know how to tell, like how to say this. Like, I'm not a mankind fan, but I respect him and I like watching him. Not a rock fan, but I know he's great. But them together made them actual like likable and watchable to me. Okay. And I know they're on. I know some one of these guys are on your list. I don't know which one yet. It's probably the Rock. But I'm just gonna save this for you to talk about later. Okay. Because <laughs> I Fair know enough. they're probably number one on your list. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. All right, so moving on to my number four. Of course, you always have to burn mine in the beginning whenever you're making fun of shit. So my number four 
is Jeff Hardy. You're too easy. Yep. Jeff Hardy, just from my time when I was a kid. I mean, it was fun to watch what he was doing when we were kids. The fact that he'd just throw his body around, jumping off. He'd do all these high spots. I mean, come on. As a as a 10-year-old kid or 12-year-old kid watching this, what more could you ask for? You don't really understand good storylines or great storylines. You, you kind of know some decent wrestling. But what do you really know? Spots. And this guy delivered a ton of them. And, you know, they were a top tag team in WWE. They had the titles a lot. They were often around the title picture. So, I mean, he was in the spotlight a lot. And he put on those TLC matches. Had a great, a bunch of great spots there. So, I mean, because of his spots, you know, he was just, uh, he made my list. Because I just, I don't know, back then, Matt Hardy just didn't do much for me. It took me a while to appreciate Matt. His biggest and I think spot, that's the same for a lot of people. His biggest spot was a second rope, uh, uh, leg drop. Like he never <laughs> remember. You know, you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where he'll go, ah, yeah. I know like exactly that. what you're talking about. He puts his fingers up like little finger guns. And yeah, that's yep, his biggest that spot. It. Second rope jump. Like, come on, mm-hmm. dude, you're better than that. But <laughs> whatever, you got to save all the spots for Jeff. I look. I don't hate Jeff. I don't hate Jeff or Matt. I'm just saying, like, they didn't make my list because I knew they'd be on yours. And yep. I wasn't really into, I, I loved them. I love their matches, but I think I went more with psychology on my list over spots. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like both of my, both of mine's are like, oh yeah. Like the way you treat your partner or the way, you know, I, I like that better than the actual wrestling. Well, this is the only one that made it for first guy was promo. Yep. Second guy here now is spots. Okay. And there'll be different reasons for the other ones. Well, here's my number three, and this is going to shock the world. Shock. Like you're, you're not going to believe me, but I'm going Matt Jackson. Going Matt Jackson. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm going Matt Jackson. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I got. I got to admit something. Um, Current Matt Jackson, not a fan of current. But I'm like on episode 67 of being the elite and I'm, I'm watching old matches. I fucking love old Matt Jackson. I love old. I love the young bucks. Like I'm a fan now. I love, I really, really appreciate you're, the young bucks. You're all in. Yeah. Um, because of being the elite and I, I just like his personality <laughs> and I like him as a uh, wrestler and I don't know what to say about this. This is really weird. I like the way he interacts with his fans, like outside. This is before. I'm not I'm not to be in the elite where they're famous yet. I'm still back when, you know, there were indie people and wrestling PWG and your favorite. Yeah. I, I, dude, um um the United States Championship guy, Damian Priest, he was on being the elite last night when I watched yep. it. Like he was on and I'm like, that's Damian Priest. Like that's cool. Anyway, I like watching that show because I like seeing the the guys like I saw the war, the Viking Raiders or whatever they're called now. They were on being the elite. I'm like, what? Like, God damn. I love this show. Um, they did a show. They, <laughs> they did a, a re in the elite where they were like in Canada. And they're like, man, we're in Canada right now. I know we got some friends up here, but we can't really run into them. And you'll see like Sami Zayn in the background. Cause he signed with WWE. You'll see Sami Zayn in the background and like, just walk by. And it's like, sure. and then like later on in the show, you'll, um, Nick will be like, man, God, we're still in Montreal. And we haven't found anybody. And like he'll pan the camera like backwards a little bit, and you'll see AJ Styles in the background like texting. It's like this shit's so good. Like, oh, it's like you'll see like Kevin Kevin Steen, you know, or Kevin Owens. 
Like, God, where are our friends, man? I know they were here today. And you'll see Kevin Owens just like texting, like, like again, like just walking by. It's so creative how they get them on the show, even though they are in WWE. I'm to the point in being the, I know this has nothing to do with my list, but I'm on the point of mm-hmm. WWE, uh, being the elite where WWE cease and desist, cease and desist, cease and desist. What can I, ceased and desist. Yep. You got it. Yeah, I'm saying that, right? Okay, I'm not drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, they can't say fuck the revival on being the elite anymore. And they can't say suck it. <laughs> and they say every all episode is like, can you believe we can't say fuck, fuck the revival? Fuck the revival. Fuck the revival. It's like, <laughs> and like Cody will be sleeping in his dreams, Cody Rhodes. He's like, you'll wake up. They stole my name. They stole my dick. They stole. Now I can't even say my catchphrase. Fuck the revival. Beep. He's all beeping it out. And like he'll be sleeping and he'll get a text message and he'll say from WWE, We we heard you say that. Go back to sleep. He's like, fuck. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so funny. Anyway, Matt Jackson, just because I like him as a person. <laughs> and I like him better than okay. Nick. I like him better than Nick. He's Matt is definitely the cool brother. Okay. <laughs> I know that's such bullshit, but that's my that's my thing. I I only was able to guess that because I said Whenever you said shock the world, I'm like, who's the last person that if you didn't say that, who's the last person I would think that would make this kind of a list? I almost, it's got to be the Young Bucks and it's got to be Matt because you've told me for like the last six months how much you can't stand Matt. And what a turnaround it's been. What a turnaround it has been. <laughs> Give me your number three. All right. My number three on the list is current in WWE, it's probably my shocker right there. A current WWE anything. Hmm. Um, and this person is a part of who I would say is arguably the greatest tag team of all time. And I'm referring to the New Day. And the member of the New Day that I picked is Xavier Woods. Oh, the video. oh, he was just on Being the Elite, by the way. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they actually <laughs> said Xavier Woods from WWE because him and Kenny Omega were in a video game contest. And Omega's like, okay. my biggest rival's here. Because the whole gimmick is, fuck the New Day. That's part of the gimmick, too. And they met up mm-hmm. in the thing, and they, they they played Tekken together. They're actually good friends, so no big deal. But anyway, yeah, go ahead, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods from the New Day. And I put him on the list a couple different reasons. And I think back to when the New Day kind of debuted, they were extremely flat, extremely boring, they were heels and like they were the kind of heels. You don't like them. Not because they have real heel heat. Like you just didn't like them at all. Like you're just like, please get off the screen. Like Baron you're Corbin. Boring. Yeah. They were the Baron Corbin of tag teams. It's funny. Cause I was talking to my girlfriend about the list and running through it before the show. And that's the exact comparison I made. I'm like, <laughs> they just come out and you're just like, God, can this match just be over? I just want, and then that all turned around. I felt like, when Xavier Woods made some small tweaks, most notably when he started playing the trombone and he started doing it to the beat of their New Day Rocks, he would play the trombone whenever um, Biggie and Kofi were doing moves in the ring. They had like a little standard, what was it, like four or five move set that the two of them would do together while they're tagging in and out and he would play the trombone and like, it just made it kind of funny and it made you kind of laugh. And then, you know, we went from, gosh, please get off my screen to like, 
all of a sudden, a month or two later, everybody's starting to catch on to the whole new day rocks, new day rocks chance. And I think it was just that little subtle thing that he threw in there with the trombone. And then I think he's really good on the microphone for him. Um, you know, he seems like he is just somebody that is very highly liked in the locker room, all his video game stuff. Uh, I see that WWE keeps putting out tweets right now for their King of the Ring tournament. And they keep asking, like, oh, who are the top five people that you would like to see win King of the Ring? And everybody's just like, they keep naming off Xavier Woods, but like different ways. Like Xavier Woods, Austin Creed, the guy from Up, Up, Down, Down, you know, like they just keep naming him off. And like everybody was commenting. I'm like, so clearly, He's just so highly liked. It probably has, you know, somewhat to do with his gaming channel, but he just seems like a super likable dude. Yeah. He so he came in at nice. number three. There you go. There you go. I have nothing else to add to that because he almost made my list. But yeah. my number two is also a New Day member, but I'm going the big man, the WWE champion. I'm going Big E because... He see it. Xavier Woods is definitely the mouthpiece and definitely the guy who probably turned it around for them. But I just like watching Biggie wrestle so much more. And it's not even just the wrestling; it's the the hype book. Oh, you know, New Day. You know how he was like before they came mm-hmm. out. He did the microphone stuff, and he's just crazy, and he's humping the air, and he's doing his wiggles. And I feel like I, I hate picking just one of them because they're all awesome and they're all like. Yep. I would love them. If they were all singles champions, I'd be the happiest person ever because I love every single one of them. Um, but, yeah, Big E, just because of his personality. And Woods has personality too, but they don't trust him in the spotlight. They usually give that to, you know, Big E or Kofi. And that's why yep. I like Big E because he always wrestled the most and his moves are cool. The big innings like all Honestly, I couldn't even tell you Xavier Woods' finisher. Couldn't tell you. But I know the big innings. Yeah, fucking I don't cool. know because he doesn't. He doesn't get to wrestle as much. He's usually the person on the outside. Yeah, that's true. I like I like Big E because he is like he was the workhorse, not workhorse, but he was the best wrestler in that tag team, and he still is. Yeah, um, it sucks that they yeah, broke sure. him up. Uh, and, and he could talk on the mic too, and, and they all have their thing. Like Kofi did the pancakes, and, and Xavier Woods did the trombone, and you know Big E did the hip wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> whatever fuck he was doing but yeah they're mm-hmm, all awesome mm-hmm. Big E is my guy though just because not because of the championship it's because when I see him on TV with his big ass smile like that's the thing about him he's got the he's got, the, he's got a million dollar smile and a fucking face you could put on a poster and he is like <laughs> no he really is like you, you, you if you're like if you see him smile and when he was mm-hmm. he's just like that guy he's the guy you want to be friends with Big E absolutely Absolutely. I, I feel like we couldn't go wrong with either one of those. They're all, like you said, they're all super awesome. Yeah, even when he was with um, Dolph Ziggler. Like, I just love, I've always liked Big E Linkston, or what they call yep. him. You're next. I'm next. I don't know if you know Number that. two. What's up? No, you're good. I'm going Mankind. So coming in at number two on my list is the most electrifying tag team in sports entertainment history. You guessed it earlier. You knew it was going to make my list. It is, in fact, the Rock and Sock Connection. Chris, I think 99.8% of the world knew this. 
everybody knew it. You knew it had to be on. I think the only shocker is it's coming in at number two and not number one. Who's left? Who's left to come in at number one? We'll find that out in a minute. Stone Cold and Vince. <laughs> that sounds awful. Um, so, but for this tag team, you picked the rock earlier out of this grouping. I'm actually going the other direction. I'm going with mankind and I'm going with mankind for a lot of the same reasons that you went with Matt Riddle in RK bro. They're this odd couple pairing and you can just tell mankind, like he just looks up to the rock so much. He just, you know, he absolutely just adores them. He just thinks the world of them and the rock is just like, ah, just get out of my way. You're just annoying. Like, just leave me alone. And, you know, they got, they got put into the storyline and, and where they had a, a tag team match. The odds were stacked up against them that if they lost, they had to separate as a team and they were done forever. It looked like it was kind of going that way. But if they won, they were going to win the tag titles. But it didn't matter because it was like a bunch of other people. I don't remember what, what was going on. I just remember it was like, okay, they're, they're going to be done tonight. This is the end of their... You know, WWE likes to do a lot of retirement matches, you know, where people are gone, but like for like three months or I'm like, this is their way to break up this team. I don't know if it means forever or whatever. And then they actually won the tag matches and you see mankind is just, he's so pumped because it means, I think he was more excited about this means he gets to stay with his buddy, the rock. He was more excited about that than actually winning a championship. You know, he's running around. He's so pumped and the rock's just like, what the hell just happened? I thought this was going to be done after tonight. Now we're champions. Now we got to keep defending. <laughs> and I just remember the rock just was kind of like, it's kind of like if like some little kids following you around, copying everything you're saying, just because they think you're so cool. I always thought it was so funny. The rock would come out, cut his promos, talk about the millions and <laughs> millions of rocks fans. And then mankind would come behind him and he would cut a promo and he'd talk about the dozens and dozens of mankind fans. So he's kind of steal a little bit of his gimmick, but modify it, make it goofy, funny. So yeah. Rock and sock connection. Yeah. I had to make my list, but not the rock. I'm going with mankind on yeah, this one. Yeah, I liked it. You had a little switcheroo. Yeah. Same as me. Like I like the rock. I like the whole thing. That's probably the best tag team of all time. Like not like championship wise or, but just the most entertaining. Like That was a good, like yeah. even me, even me, even I liked it. Uh, that was shocking. Even you had to put it on there. But let's go to my number one back to back weeks. Am I going to go with the same person? Am I going to go with my favorite tag team partner in any tag team? Uh, a woman? Um, someone that carried COVID? Someone carried the COVID shows through Raw and SmackDown? I'm not going Sasha. I'm going Bailey. I'm going ba- heel Bailey. In the COVID era, with no fans, just her and Sasha, they both have both titles, and they're both tag team champions. They're both on Raw and SmackDown literally every week in major storylines, and Bailey stood out to me as the better person in that tag team, and I loved every... She made the shows watchable, because other than that, the shows were fucking god-awful. And I know you're saying, I'm just picking them because I like them, yeah, Chris, mm-hmm. that's kind of that's kind of the point. I like Bailey more than I like Sasha, and I love this tag team. They're real life best friends. <laughs> They're the best women's tag team of all time. 
They have a cool name, the Golden Roll Models, even though Britt Baker likes to steal that name. And Bailey was a fucking heel telling Michael Cole to shut up every week. Like, shut up, Michael Cole. You fucking suck. Um, and then, obviously, the, the turn. The turn kind of sucked, by the way. I, you never knew mm-hmm. who was babyface, knew was heel. But the time they were tag team champions running through that division and actually being on. Who's the tag team champions now for the women, Chris? Who? Who? Who are they? I'll pull a new day. Who? 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 I don't know. Last I saw after the draft, there's like only one team left. So I think by default they were awarded the championship. I don't know. I don't know. But the point, but the point is the tag, the women's tag team champions are never relevant unless it's on the waist or shoulder of Bailey and Sasha. They are that division. And in the COVID, I had to keep on saying this in the COVID era, they fucking dominated. They got more TV time than half the men. And Bailey was a star. Star, Christopher. I know you hate this. I know you do, but she was a star. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this was a very creative way for you to get both of your wrestlers as a part of number one on a list. Smart. Now I know where this list really came from. You say, how can I get Sasha and Bailey somehow both at number one? Okay, I'm going to do best tag team <laughs> partner. I'm going to name one, but I'm still going to give a huge shout out to the other one too. That way they both get number one. This yeah. Week. That was good. That was yeah. good. Classic <laughs> Josh. That's exactly what Love I did. It's exactly. Love it. Go give me your number one. Give me your number one. You ready for a real number one great tag team? Yeah, I know people are pissed off right now, but listen. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's my show. <laughs> So my number one didn't really care for this tag team at first. Didn't didn't know what I really thought about it. But looking at how things have unfolded and how things transpired after they became a tag team, it became clear to me that this is one of a really great tag team run. And there's one that definitely stands out over the other for plenty of reasons and i'm going the tag team the throw together tag team of kenny omega and hangman adam page oh my gosh that's not a throw in they're like friends but at the time it was two top stars just kind of mixed together in a tag team like i remember when it happened we're just like oh this feels like a wwe move they're just taking two people and throwing them together yeah what are they doing and then they won the titles, and I'm like, and they've got all these great tag teams. What are they doing? Why did they have to take these guys should be doing singles, going for a singles time? What are they doing eating up time in the tag division? Yep. You know, it's not like they're lacking tag teams there. I hated it at first, to be honest. I couldn't think. <clears throat> but now, looking back at what's transpired over the last two years, and <clears throat> obvious. Obviously, as we sit here tonight in October of 2021, you know, Hangman is like the ultimate baby face in wrestling right now. And you look, it was just the beginning of what is now a two, two year, year and a half, two year long story of Hangman kind of being in the group, but he's, he's got his loner tendencies. He can't really his own personality is getting in the way of letting him be a part of this group with Omega and the young bucks 
and being a part of them. Like he's kind of standoffish, kind of like, yeah, that's cool, but I kind of want to go stand over here. And then obviously the whole breakup, the time that they're celebrating, um, when Omega's standing back in the tunnel, you know, all this stuff that's been going on, him climbing up the rankings, all of us seeing that the story is finally, we're going to get the final chapter soon. And it's just been like, what a great two year long story of what started from, I thought was just a throw together tag team, but we can see it was just leading to something really good. Something that's why I posted on my Twitter. I saw you tried to come in and take it down a little bit, (laughs) take it down a peg. But like, I just feel like in wrestling, this is probably one of the biggest stories. One of our, you know, someone else commented since like Daniel Bryan back at WrestleMania 30 that were like everybody in the wrestling community is so collectively invested in this story. Yeah. And it all started with their tag team. Yeah. So I have to, as far as picking one person out in a tag team, and I feel like obviously they weren't, they're not really tag team wrestlers and they weren't tag team for a long time, but they were champions. Their time together was significant. It's something we're all going to remember. And it's led to where we're at now. So from all of that, I had to put um, Hangman at number one. And I'm ready for him to go finish the story and win the title here in about, what, four or five weeks from now. That is awesome. We both went Homer picks the very, very last pick, which I appreciate. Boom. Christopher, that was our list. Top five tag team partners that you prefer. Um, do you have a list for next week, sir? I do. I do have a list. I have one ready. I think you're going to like this one, too. I let's, think you're going to have a lot of fun. With let's it. go. Let me know. And text me because I'm going to forget. Uh, yeah, I'll text you, too. But I don't even think I need to. But I will. Okay. So the list for next week is top five outcomes to matches that you would change if you were in charge of booking. Perfect. I love it. I really like that I knew one. Knew you would love that. That one. was on. It's on my list to come up soon. Like, is it? Yeah, it, it was. It was going to come up in the next couple months. Christopher, okay. you can find us at on Twitter, Josh Kimball OUS, RTW Chris, right? Chris, I'm just kidding. Yep. I'm just kidding. I, I know what you are. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Real Talk Wrestling Pod. Chris, I got to get out of here. I got a fantasy football show to do. I told the boys to be on at nine thirty. I didn't think we'd run over. So I got to get out of here. Watch me live. Watch us live. OUS. Um, okay, I'm just yep. kidding. But seriously, I got to go. It's been a fun show. Sasha Banks and Bailey, number one. Don't forget that. <clears throat> Hangman. Hangman. And Hangman a and Bailey. A better number one. A better number one. All right, Chris, we got to get out of here, man. You got anything <laughs> else for the fans? Uh, nope, that's it for this week. Uh, looking forward to next week's show and looking forward to the upcoming pay-per-view. Peace out, guys. Next time. Later. See ya. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.